What's up, movie lovers? It's your girl, Rossi, and I'm back with another show. Um, tonight, I'm joined by an amazing actress. Her name is Kelly Olivia. Um, I've been trying to get her on the show. She came on my other podcast, Rossi's Clubhouse. Guys, go check that out on YouTube. And now she's here for the first time um, for Rossi Talks. We're going to um, review and discuss the Netflix film, The Chalk Line, and we'll see what Kelly thinks about The Chalk Line. So guys, let's get this started. What's up, Kelly? Hey. How are you? I'm doing well, considering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> considering, you know, getting over COVID. <laughs> oh, Kelly just got over COVID, guys, and thank goodness she did. She's well, and she's here with us. And um, just a little bit about Kelly. Kelly's an actress here in Sacramento. Um, I've worked with her on, gosh, a couple of projects and uh, we became really good friends. And so now she's here on the show and I'm sure you'll see her again here on the show. Hopefully she likes this and she will come back. Kelly, do you want the people to know anything about you? Oh, the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> you want to, <laughs> you know, I wish I had something going on that I can plug and drop, um, right now, but I don't. So I don't know. Stay tuned. I'm sure I'll have something in the future. Absolutely. So one thing about Kelly is she's like totally into anime and she's really been trying hard to get me to watch some anime shows. And I'm I'm not against it. I'm going to do it. It's just, you know, I'm new to anime. And so she has an anime group here in Sacramento towards the end of the show. She'll shout it out and tell you all about it. Okay. And, and the Facebook page that she has for her anime. Um, what is it? Flex? Anime Flex? Anime Flex, yeah. Anime Flex. All right. And so everything that Kelly is doing in, and involved in will be in the description. So you can hit her up, uh, follow her on Facebook. You can follow her on Instagram. And if you love anime, mm -hmm. definitely follow Kelly. All right. She knows everything about anime. Anyways, guys. So tonight we're going to we're going to discuss the film The Chalk Line. Um, if you haven't seen The Chalk Line, it is right now. It's on Netflix. Check it out. I thought it was good. I liked the film. Um, it was a little different, something different, but I really liked the film. I'm really into Spanish films. Um, they're one of my favorite uh, types of films to watch. And so um, any film made in Spain, I love so far. And so I just want to tell you a little bit about the cast. Uh, we have Elena um, Anea. She plays Paula. We have uh, the, the adorable Eva Tenner. She plays Clara. And then we have Carlos Santos, who is excellent, excellent at Eduardo. And of course, Pablo Molinero, he plays Simone. Okay, so these, those are our, our base characters, all right? Um, and the film actually came out October 24, 2022. Like I told you, it was made in Spain. Um, you can listen to this movie um, in German, French, Spanish. Um, uh, the film is also known as uh, Walla. Okay. Um, and uh, they also filmed in Madrid as well. And so uh, the production company, guys, is uh, Poughkeepsie Films. All right. So a little bit about um, the chalk line. So what we, what we have going on here, let me just read this to you guys. So we have Paula and her husband, and they're coming back from a dinner when they suddenly find a young girl wandering around the high, in the high road. Two weeks later, after seeing that no one is claiming her back, the two decide to let her stay at their home temporarily and so give a twist to their love life and process. And it really does give a twist to their love life, guys. 
Um, but it won't be that easy since the girl is obsessed with the fantasy that a monster will come out and punish her if she ever steps out of the chalk square painted on the floor. After the strong bond created between the two, Paula begins a road down a dark path to try to discover the girl's um, enigmatic past, okay? And that was um, from Tosh uh, Collier, all right? What did you think about the film? Overall, I thought it was an okay film. Like, to okay. be honest with you, I, I did think I was going to hate it. I really did think I was going to hate right, it. Right, right. Um, but you know, I didn't expect it to, to end the way it did. And ultimately right. it wasn't as bad as I thought right. it was going to be, but it's definitely one of those movies that I didn't love. Okay. okay. I didn't love it. Okay. But I didn't hate it. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Okay. Okay. Was it hard to get through? It was, it was hard to start. <laughs> okay. I get that. It was I, hard I, to start. I get that. Um, so what did you think when, you know, the, the movie starts guys and you have, uh, Paula and Simone, the couple, and like, like the, like I read, they're on their way back from dinner with their friends, which they normally do about once a week, they get together with their good friends. So they're on their way back. They're talking in a car, dark road. And all of a sudden they come upon, like, there's something in the road and they get out of the car. Um, and it's a little girl wrapped in a blanket. What did you think when you saw that? Like, well, I I don't remember them talking in the car like that. I just felt like that car ride was really tense for some okay. reason. Okay. Like I was thinking, you know, there is something going on with this yeah. husband. He's not cool. <laughs> you know, the the phone alarm goes off and it just seemed like I don't know like I get it she's driving but it you know seemed like don't look at your phone like it, it it seemed like a really unnecessarily tense car ride given how the story played out so I'm just not sure why their relationship seems so so tense in that moment right. right but when they see that thing in the road um I'm just like now this isn't a horror movie, but I know how horror movies go. So the fact that you stop your car, <laughs> you immediately go running towards right. this thing. You don't even know what it is in the middle right. of the road was wild to me. <laughs> right. And, 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 and that's one thing I want to say, though, about this film. There are certain things that Paula did in this film that I was like, why would you go and run towards the problem? Why would you, you know, so there's a lot of that going on in the film. Um, for instance, when she realized who, who it is and she just decides, I'm going over to his house. That, that, you know, that scene, like, why would you go when you have a feeling that he is the guy? Anyways, so we meet Clara. Clara is the little girl that they find in the middle of the road. Um, they do not call the ambulance. They decide to take her straight to the hospital. Um, when they took her to the hospital, there's a, a doctor there. Um, they're checking her out to make sure she's okay. But do you remember how the chalk line came about the square that the doctor figured that she... No. So I was a little confused. Maybe I missed it or, right. or something. I'm like, where did these chalk lines even come from? Who discovered this? Why is this a thing? Right. So um, I, I was a little right. lost uh, to where it even came from, but uh, I was hoping you had caught it. Well, I, I remember... I remember um, 
Yeah, see, see, I remember them being at the doctors, guys, and I remember um, them ma making sure she's okay. And the little girl's not talking; she's not saying anything. And we'll find out later why she's not talking and not saying anything. But she's saying nothing. But um, I forget who discovered it. But I at, at the hospital, she's sitting in a, a box that's that um, chalk is drawn around her. Okay, chalk becomes very important in, in this film because we find out that she's afraid to step out of the chalk line. Okay. So when they bring her home and so they figure this out in, in, in the beginning of the film, guys, just watch that part where she's at the hospital. They will explain that for the life of me. I forget how they came upon it, but they did come upon the fact that she's obsessed with uh, these chalk lines. So Paula and her husband, just to let you guys know, they were trying to have a baby. They're unsuccessful in having a baby. So them finding this little girl for, for Paula, this is like, a big deal because she wants a child. And Simon wants a child as well, but Paula really wants a kid. So bring her home, bring him into her home. Um, uh, it was really cute. Like, uh, you know, uh, Simon was really um, into it, you know, helping this little girl. I, I, obviously, they didn't know it would turn out the way that it turned out. But in the house, the chalk lines that they had to draw. Are Were you still confused by them drawing these? these chocolate. I, I I started to understand when the you know they were explaining how she couldn't she did you know she didn't feel safe outside of the the chalk lines but right. um yeah it was just it was just weird <laughs> I mean I know given it being a a movie but um, you know, people do these things in movies that I just could not possibly imagine doing in right. real life. Right. Um, how they were just so ready and willing. I I, I understand um what was her name? Paula. 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 Paula wanting wanting or well, you know, the couple wanting children, but to just jump up to right. say, you know what, yeah, we'll take her in is <laughs> wild to me. Um and it was actually weird because I thought they had worked. They actually worked at that hospital. Yeah. Because the way they just barged into this right. hospital, right. like they own the place. Right. <laughs> and right. the and they knew everybody. The doctors and the way they're interacting. I'm like, you guys work here? Is this your job? Like, why right. are you here? Right. Why are you here? <laughs> and they stayed. The fact that they stayed at the hospital, waited for the little girl to be released, whatever. So it's so like we said, they're at home now, and this chalk is is very important. These little boxes, or it's like wherever she goes in the house, they have to draw a, a chalk line to her destination. If they wanted her to come to them, they would have to erase one line, open it up, and then draw it around to where she wants to go. And that becomes very important. This chalk, and and you don't know why at this time. Like I didn't know when I watched it. Like what is it, the significance of, of the whole chalk, her, her doing that? So, so obviously something's wrong with the little girl. We don't know where she's from, whatnot, but Paula and Simon decide to stay there that night or let her stay there that night. Uh, they bed down. The little girl becomes very attached to Paula very, uh, very soon. And, and Paula becomes attached to the little girl. Simon, you know, thinks it's cute, allows her to, you know, lay with the little girl because she doesn't want Paula to go anywhere. And then the movie obviously starts, okay? You want to talk about, um, go ahead, just what, whatever you want to bring up. So the glass situation. 
Oh my gosh, I wrote that down. The, the glass situation. So I guess what happens is um, there's pieces of glass that's being found in their food and people are getting injured on it, right. almost choking on it. And of course, immediately, I think it's the little girl, but of course. at the same time, <laughs> not even realizing like, does this girl have access via the truck to even be able to do this? Right. So right. that, I don't know, knowing what I know now and that it wasn't actually her, Right. If I was in that situation, I would be like, you got to go. Right, right. You, you have to go. Right. Because this is dangerous. Right. So Clara spends, um, she's, she spends some days. She's, she's been with them for some time. So you'll, you, when you see the house, which is a beautiful home, the scenery that they shoot this film at is absolutely beautiful. It's stunning. But anyways, she's been with them for some time. Her and Paula are um, getting to know each other. Clara, the little girl, and Paula are getting to know each other. They're becoming very close. Paula absolutely feels like a mom. You can tell that she 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 feels like she is this little girl's mom and wants to protect the little girl. But what you notice in their house is, you know, throughout their whole house is they have the chalk lines all um, drawn out, like to the bathroom, to the kitchen, little paths, paths for her to get around the house in, okay? So that's what's going on. And this is after days of spending time together. Well, Clara has a friend and Kelly was discussing the glass. She has a friend named Claudia that she invites over. Claudia has a little girl and they thought it would be great maybe for Clara to have a play date. So uh, Claudia's little Claudia and Paula get together for a play, gate, a play date with the girls. And uh, uh, Claudia has, of course, a normal, nice little girl. And Clara's just um, not responding. So... Paula's friend Claudia is pregnant and uh, they're, they're making food in the kitchen. And all of a sudden you see Claudia take a bite of something and in her mouth is filled with blood. Like Kelly said, there is glass in the containers of food, you know, the jars of food that they're eating out of. I thought it was, was, was Clara. Like I'm expecting for me being a horror fan, I'm thinking, you know, she's going to kill everybody in the house. Uh, the, the little girl's not safe to be there, but what is she able to get the glass, you know? And that wasn't the first time. Remember, she then, um, there's a point where the therapist comes over and we get to, you know, the therapist is trying to talk to the little girl to find out more about her. And this is before the glass situation, guys, just to let you know about this, okay? So the therapist, her name's Gloria. She comes over because she's obviously doing a health and welfare check because this is not their child. And they're still trying to find out whose child this is. So they're trying to talk to her and the little girl won't talk. Well, she she whispers in, in Paula's ear and she says, Buma, and she says, Kraide. And we find out that Buma actually means boogeyman and Kraide means house. So boogeyman and house, okay? That's what that's what they got from the little girl. You do you remember that when they figured out she was saying something and they didn't know what, what it was. What is Buma? Because remember, they're in Spain and the little girl, this is this blonde haired, blue eyed girl. She doesn't look like she's from Spain um, or Madrid. How she got there, we don't know that, but she's not talking. As they realize that she says Buma and cried, cried, they realize that she has to be from Germany. She she must be German because, you know, those are words in German. Buma means uh, boogeyman. So she's saying that. 
the drawing that she was making, that little penguin that she would carry around, that she would stuff. Remember the little, little, um, we find out that the little guardian angels, the little paper, I don't want to say paper mache, but little foldy paper things that she would keep in her little uh, teddy bear and she would stuff these little paper things in there. And she gave one to Paula. And, um, and I think when Paula got that, Paula felt like, like, this is my child. Like, because they wanted to adopt. I, that, that's what they were going for was an adoption if they cannot find where Clara was from. You know, I thought that's where it was going to go. But what <laughs> really irritated me is, you know, the therapist did come to the house and yeah. is trying to force her to talk and is yeah. trying to erase the, the chalk lines. Right. But um, what I thought was weird is, uh, gosh, I'm horrible with the names. I don't remember any of that's the names. Okay. Um, Paula is Paula. the mom. Paula. Uh-huh. Paula you know, is like, I'm going to protect you. I'm not going to let her do that. Like, let's stop this trying to force her to talk, but then turns around and starts doing it herself. Right. And so when the situation with the glass, especially when Paula herself was injured with the glass, I'm like, you did this to yourself. (laughs) Oh my gosh. When, and, and remember, um, Simon was telling her after they found the glass, you know, and thank goodness, Claudia and her baby, they end up being okay. But when Simon came home and found out about it, he was trying to tell Paula, like, it's her, it has to be her. And, and, and they're looking at the chalk line and, and it does lead to the kitchen and then it stops. So, you know, he's trying to tell her like, you know, it's, there's something wrong with her. This is not safe. What what happens is, is that if you threaten to erase the chalk line, the little girl has a fit, like she goes nuts if you erase that chalk line, but that they would use that to kind of make her do things. You know, you, if you don't talk to us, if you don't tell us where you're from, we're going to erase the chalk line and she would have a fit. Like Kelly said, Paula started doing the same thing that Gloria, the therapist was doing. And so I, at, the, at that moment, not knowing where the glass came from, at that moment, when when Paula ends up getting sick, she drinks a cup of coffee, she swallows glass, and the the little girl. Wasn't it weird how how when Paula was sick, the little girl was standing up, and it was like she was walking towards her, and like she was gonna do something to her. And so Paula starts erasing. She starts erasing that damn chalk so that the little girl couldn't, and then drew a box to where she'd have to stay there. Would yeah, you think close her off? Yeah. I, I don't know. (laughs) I I have have mixed feelings about that because I just thought that, you know, as someone who's saying that you're going to be the protector, you're going to make sure she's safe to then turn around and start doing what, you know, at this point, what the therapist was doing to make her not feel safe was really weird to me because I'm like, why are you pushing so hard? And that that's the theme of what she does throughout the whole movie. She just like yes. pushes so hard and goes off and does these things on her own. Right. And the whole time I'm just thinking, why? Right. Why? For what reason? And so when that happened, you know, like I said, I just thought like you did this to yourself. My thing was, I knew why. I knew why, because she wanted a child so bad. And also guys, so side note, there was a conversation that Paula and Simon, her husband, um, Simone, I'm sorry, Simone, his Simone's his name, Simone, her husband, um, 
you will notice uh, throughout the film, there's times where they show Paula in the bathroom and she's giving herself shots. Well, I thought she was on drugs. <laughs> I did too. I was like, oh my gosh, so she, this woman has a drug a drug habit. No, she was. Um, they were they were supposed to take a break from having a baby. They'd been trying for some time to have a child. It wasn't working. They decided to take a break, not have a kid, not not work on that, and just get other things uh, going on in, in their life. And she continued to take these treatments to have to try to you know have a kid. And so um, Simone. Um, ends up finding out about it and and he gets pissed because Paula's going out on like Kelly said she's starting to do things and be very erratic uh, because of this child that she's absolutely obsessed with obviously because she wants to be a mom she wants to protect this child but there's other things going on too no one knows that um, or Simon doesn't know Simone Simon he doesn't know that the little girl's been hitting hitting Paula so you know what I mean like he didn't know that the little girl was hitting his wife. And remember, she wouldn't report the glass to Gloria, the therapist, because she didn't want the little girl to be taken away. So Simon's like, well, we got to tell Gloria, like, this is not safe because Simon believes the little girl is putting glass and, 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 and Claudia's food and, and polished drink. And, and as the way it looks, it, it looks like it may be her. So that happens. There comes a point where, where uh, Clara ends up missing. She's, she gets out of the house uh, after the glass incident that Paula, you know, choked on the glass. She went in the bathroom, five minutes comes out and Clara's not there, not to be seen again in that household. Where did you think she went? You know, I had no clue. I, you know, no, I did. I felt like maybe this whole chalk thing was a lie and that maybe maybe just maybe right. she d does have the ability to step outside of right um the chalk line so i was thinking okay this glass situation maybe she ran away or maybe she's hiding somewhere yeah. in the house and she's gonna come <laughs> come so out weird. and like, kill them or something right right uh clara uh she would draw um she would draw a lot of pictures. They had to draw pictures. And she drew this one specific picture. It looked like a cage or a window. I don't know what it was, but I remember that picture is very uh, significant in, uh, in this film, okay? Um, so we enter another situation where the, the cops come over and, or the policia comes over and they think that, that basically Paula did something to Clara. Like something's not right because at this point, she's erratic. She um, she got mad at her friend, Claudia, the pregnant woman, for telling that about the glass story and that that happened. And so she's alienating all her friends. Um, and these friends are, are close-knit friends. These friends, like I said, they get together at least once a week, uh, couples, okay? And uh, she alienates all of them. She even alienates her husband. Um, their relationship is not what it was when, when the, the film st first started. I mean, she has no time for him. She's just really just enthralled with this little girl. And, and I get it in a way because she wants to be a mom, but after a while it becomes obsessive. Um, and so the little girl goes missing. We don't know, but they did find her clothes in a swamp. They found her little jacket in a swamp. So we're assuming that she, she obviously got out of the house and she drowned in a swamp. And so they had like divers looking for her. And, and Paul is like telling them, I don't believe that this has happened. I believe that something else is going on. Please keep your minds open. 
Well, we'll fast forward, okay? Uh, Claudia ends up going to the, the police station <laughs> and uh, they want her phone because they they there was a number that was made that Claudia said that the little girl called her. And the little girl did call her. You heard the voice. But when they said that it came from her phone. Yeah, I mean, and that's what made me feel like mm, she's still in this house. Right. Somehow, some way. Um, but I wanted to like talk about the friends real quick because yes. the friends were giving me the weirdest vibes. I didn't like them. Um, and they kind of felt like one, they were just thrown in there. Um, they didn't feel like they meshed super well with the okay. story. Um, and then, so when they did these little sideline things, like, um, you know, the friend coming over to do the play date and, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the the other neighbor who ended up just being crazy for no right. reason. Right. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay, is this our way to incorporate them into the story? Like crazy. They, kind of, <laughs> they they felt forced. You know, this in the same way that in the beginning, I kind of felt like the the um, Paula and her husband, like their their marriage, didn't feel that strong to me. Okay. Throughout the whole thing, either. Okay. Like it never felt strong to me. It always seemed like it was strained, and so that just led to more confusion that they're bringing in this little girl because you right. know to me it didn't it didn't seem like they had the best of relationships to begin okay. with. Okay. Um, you know, I felt like finding out about the whole baby situation and all that. Okay, yeah, they they there's some issues there. You know, because I would I would I would. I would guess or think that it would be strained, you know, because of the fact that you're trying to have a child, you can't have a child. So that there is stress in that relationship. And so them gravitating towards the little girl and wanting the little girl to stay there, like, like I said, I totally get that. Um, but as far as the friends though, my thing was this, I get that you have good friends, but when it got to the point to where they became involved with, like when the glass situation, Paula, you know, went and got some rest and she showed up, woke up and everybody's in a house and the friends are sitting there and the authority that they, like they had over her, I felt the same way she felt. Get out of my house. Like, why are you, why are you guys here? Why are you like, I send a gift basket, send, send, send a casserole. You know what I mean? send some enchiladas, something, but why are you here? So I do get her frustration. I do feel at times, or at least that time, it was strange. Now looking back, I I, I know what they were trying to do. We, we wanted the friends to be there because, you know, which I didn't even, the one couple that, that this ends up, you know, them being a big part of this film, I never even thought about. A, a kidnapping, a disappearance, anything like that. But you know what it seemed like to me, and maybe maybe I'm wrong about it, but it seemed like it was only the husband, the uh, uh, the the, 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 wife, the neighbor. Yeah, the neighbor. It was only him, and the wife didn't know anything about it. And I kind of wish they went more into detail about yes. their relationship yes. and, and why it was the way it was. But the way that it came across was that he, this was all him. She knew nothing about it. Um, But I'm trying to figure out, okay, why is she so scared of him? What is he doing? Why does she seem like she has no, no, 
was the word I'm looking for? <laughs> he just was like, no say in how the relationship Right, goes. yes. How come she couldn't go to where wherever her children were in college? Right, right. How come she right. go there to go see them? Like, what is going on here? And I wish that they touched a little bit more on that. But then when... Um, Clara, 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 yeah. Yeah. when she, I might be jumping the gun here, yeah. first escaped from that house. Right. Um, and the wife found her. Yeah. It seemed like, oh, so this is what's going on. Or maybe it's something that her husband was, was doing again. Okay. Okay. But because it didn't they, seem yeah. like she knew she he was fully involved in this particular situation. Right. So guys, this is what's going on. So we're gonna so this is we're gonna jump ahead. All right, so um Paula is a suspect uh, uh with the missing girl, uh Clara. Okay. They think something's wrong with Paula. She's things the phone call comes, uh, she says the little girl called her. You know the little girl called her but it was made from her phone. So, you know, that did happen. Um, she's at the police station. She gives them their phone, her phone. They want her phone. She gives it to them on her way out. She steals some paperwork that they have, which was the case of missing kids. Um, she a missing entire girl. police files. And, and, and that's another thing. I, I've, I just watched another movie where a woman did the same thing. She's at the police station. Everyone leaves her there alone in, in the, you know, in the precinct by a desk and they just happen to leave this paperwork out. Well, this, this file that they, that she stole was, um, it, it was a bunch of little girls that had been kidnapped. Okay. And maybe some killed, but there was one in particular and um, I can't think of her name, but uh, she's a, a big part of this. Anyways, Paula, you know, takes that and she starts looking into this because something's up. What is this about? Right. Anyways, uh, she goes home that picture that I was telling you guys about, the little girl drew a picture. It looked like a cage, a window. Paula's sitting there and she's looking at the picture. She looks up at her window. She looks at the picture and then she takes the picture to the window and kind of holds it up and realizes that the little girl the whole time was drawing a picture of the neighbor's window. And the, the, the blob that she had in the picture was the guy standing there. So he is actually looking out of the window and Paula looks up and he waves. And Paula waves back and something clicks in her head like, it's him. It, it's him. That's that's the picture. So this is where I felt like she got a little, this was another scene where instead of call, well, she called the cops and she's already in trouble with that. So yeah, she don't want to do that anymore, but she goes over to the guy's house. Okay. And that's, and that's, um, his, his name is, um, Eduardo and his wife, um, uh, Myatt, Myatt. And so, uh, they're the close friends as well. That's been around the whole time having dinner. She goes over to his house. Uh, she walks in. He's in a he's in a kitchen or the living room. He's unloading some stuff out of bags, and he's like, "Hi." She's like, "Hi." And um, anyways, come to find out, he is the predator. Eduardo is actually the predator. And so the movie switches as Paula's going inside, and then we see how. The little girl, Clara, ends up in a street. So this is what happens. Eduardo had kidnapped. He was in, I, I believe that that a lot of those kids or maybe just the, the one girl that ended up dying that was from uh, uh, Germany 
I think. Um, anyways, she was kidnapped and she had died. Uh, the woman had died. He puts her in the street. Uh, Eduardo puts uh, uh, Clara in the street that night and tells her, just follow the chalk line. Just follow the chalk line. Why he did that, I, I don't know if he knew that 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 Clara and or that Paula and her husband were on, were on their way home, but that's who put the little girl in the road that night, and she just followed the chalk line, and that's who Paula and her husband almost hit, all right? So we see that part. Then we see that when the glass situation, it was Eduardo that had snuck into their home, and, and, and actually, no, he didn't sneak in. They were having dinner that night. He had to go to the kitchen and get something to drink. He fakes a cough and breaks a glass and starts putting glass shards in their jam and in, the, in their jarred food. So who, he did that. He also was the one that took Clara, you know, and they show him in the house almost being caught and taking Clara out of the house. So it was him, the next door neighbor. Then we see, like Kelly was talking about, the relationship between he and his wife. Cold, demeaning. Uh, like, they didn't show her getting beat, but I assume there had to be some type of physical abuse because why would she just be so afraid of him? The, 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 the conversation about the dinner, how she's serving him dinner and how she's explaining about she didn't want to serve the beans because that was for the next day and she wants to see her kids who are in college. I don't think that she got a phone call from her kids. What I thought, Kelly, was that I thought that that was an excuse for her to try to escape. Because remember, he said, call the boys up. And she's like, mm. she decides, that's okay. Paul and, and, and Simone, he needs us. So we'll, I'll, we'll, I'll go over there and, and we'll help them out. I was thinking maybe that um, was an escape. Uh, well, you see, and I kind of wish that they went a little bit more into detail about that relationship. But when right. it comes out that, you know, he did it and she actually found Claire outside right. and locks her back up. And then she's making these demands like, look, this is how it's going to work. I'm going to go to. No, it didn't seem like she was going to run away because she was saying, I'm going to go check. um visit the boys whenever I want to, because now I know your secret. I know what's going on here. And I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. I'm going to visit the boys when I feel like it. And you can't say anything. So I don't think she was trying to escape. I don't know, because at that, just the way that, why didn't you make the phone call then? Well, okay, maybe maybe it was also, she doesn't want because her boys coming want, back. She didn't want them coming back to the house. But it's like, why not lock him away if you know that he's doing this? Unless, unless she had a part in some of it in the past. That's and what that, I, I don't know. Yeah, they don't. They don't explain that. But what when when we see get a a peek into Eduardo and Maya's relationship, you see that, okay. But there's also um, so it switches back to Paula, okay. So we're back on Paula. Paula enters the house. Uh, she's looking, she wants a map or something. She said she wants, she, she, he leaves, she runs upstairs and, and was going to look for something, comes back downstairs. This is what I was not expecting though. When he showed up behind her and no, when she tried to get out the door and tried to leave and that door, that back door was locked. And she's like, what, what, what the hell? She turns around and he's standing there with a hammer in his hand. At that point, I'm like, what is this? Like, 
is he about to kill her? Like, I, I, I'm not expecting for him to kill her. But when he put that hammer in her shoulder, the way that he did it, it was so just, I was like this. I mean, and then yanking it out of her. And then their island in the kitchen is actually, it, it, it doubles for a, a basement. Like, you move it and there's a door that opens up and there's a basement down there. So he takes her down there drags her down the stairs and you see Clara, Clara's down there and you see chalk lines all over the place. So now he's kidnapped uh, Paula. She's in a basement. She has a hammer to her fricking uh, shoulders and, uh, and it's pretty brutal. Then he ties her up with this uh, brace or something to a pole. And she's, she's, she's being kept down there. Like she's going to die. He's going to kill her. <laughs> so he, He's pretty brutal with Paula and you have little Clara that's down there. She doesn't say anything. Um, and he asked Paula, how did you find out? How'd you find out that it was me? And Paula's, you know, lets him know she found the paperwork and the file. And so he wants to know where it is. She's like, it's in my car. He goes, uh, gets the car. She has chalk in her pocket. She's talking to Clara through the door like, Clara, I need you to help me. I need you to help me. She throws some chalk to Clara and Clara still would not go out of that chalk line. Remember, she would not go out. So obviously she's been down there for a long, long time. I believe she was born down there because she was the daughter of the girl that went missing in Sweden. The girl with the eye, remember the, the girl with the eye patch oh, that... Okay. Paula found. Yeah, I didn't get a good look at those files. So I wasn't really sure how long she'd been missing. But I, I mean, I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess I, that could work. Yeah. Um, thank you, Trust. Um, well, what I got from it was, uh, I forget her name, Ingrid. Maybe the little girl, the girl's name is Ingrid that went missing. She went missing when she was 12 years old. Okay. The girl that was in a file went missing when she was 12 years old. Come to find out, Paula had asked uh, uh, Clara, was Ingrid your mom? And Clara said, yes. So we find out that those little angels that she, the little guardian angels, remember when Paula sees that earlier in the film, she realizes that the girl that went missing, Ingrid, also used to make the little guardian angels. So the way the, the what I'm getting from the film is that was uh, Eduardo's victim that he had down there. I don't know if she was pregnant. Well, no, she hadn't been pregnant because she was kidnapped when she was 12, which tells you that Eduardo had to be the one to preg impregnate her. Then Clara was born down in that basement. So all she's known all her life is the chalk. If she, if she leaves outside of the chalk, something bad will happen because he's brainwashed her to think that. Because remember, when she tries to get help, and what happens, guys, this is so brilliant. So uh, she she does, Clara uh, does get the chalk. Um, dude comes back, Eduardo comes back down to the basement, and Clara's gone. She's gone. And Eduardo's freaking out. He's choking the shit out of, out of Paula. Where is she at? Paula's like, I don't know. He can't find her. As he's choking the shit out of Paula, the little girl escapes close the door behind and he's running towards the door and she double bolts it, locks it and locks him down there. She, you see her taking a chalk and drawing steps, drawing steps, drawing boxes so she can get upstairs. She gets outside to the door 
and she, obviously you ain't drawing draw no chalk on the, on the, the freaking dirt. It's muddy. So she stands, stands there. At that point, what did you think? She getting away? What, I what do you was think? like, she, well, first of all, I was like, she's not going to make it. <laughs> I did not think she was going to make either. it. And when she finally got outside right. and, you know, was trying to put her feet down where there was no chalk. Right. And she did. She did. But she still wasn't able to move further. Um, and this, so I just immediately thought, okay, maybe it'll work. But right. also, um, Paula, who's locked downstairs, the dude, right. um, he's definitely going to kill her. Right. I, you know, I just yeah. thought like this whole time, oh, she's, there's, there's no way she's surviving that. And if he went to her house, I don't know if he ended up finding the files or what. I don't remember. Right. Yeah, but they don't, yeah. If, if he had found everything that he wanted to and got rid of all the evidence and like, why is she still alive? Right. Um, or what is his reason for keeping her alive? Right. I don't know, maybe for torture or whatever. But then she stepped outside. Um, yeah. Clara stepped outside. And I was like, okay, cool. Maybe this is going to have a happy ending. Absolutely. And that's when the wife gets home. Right. And at first I didn't know where it was going to go. She seemed very like concerned, yeah. wanting to help her out. And then it takes a turn and she just like grabs her. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I was, what? <laughs> I was, I was confused by that too, because I'm like, why would you, why is she taking a little girl? And I'm like, damn. And she, and, 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 and the little girl's outside. She makes it outside. Brave little girl that she is. She makes it outside. She's screaming for uh, Simone, Simone, Simone. She's screaming, but he's upstairs. She 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 sees him through the window. Uh, Paula's husband. He's on the phone. He doesn't hear her, and that's when Mayette, the, the wife, Eduardo's wife, grabs her, takes her back in, and then another scene pops up, and you have you have Eduardo in bed and his wife sitting in a room waiting for him to wake up, Mayette, and that's when she lets him know. I'm going to see my kids whenever I want to see my kids. You will pay for it. You'll pay for the food. You will do this. You will do that. And he says, in the basement. And she just kind of gives him a look like, yeah, all right. All right. So that makes me feel like you knew you knew something because you knew yeah. he had the little girl because why would you grab her? And, and, and when she grabbed the little girl, she looked up at Simon, Simone in the window and he didn't see her. And then she grabs her and takes her back inside. So, so and, and, and also one more thing, when she goes to, when she, when he says the basement and she doesn't say anything and he's like, okay, thank you. He's like, well, what are you getting ready to do? She's like, I'm going to make coffee and, and, and breakfast. Remember she goes in the kitchen and she's getting ready to, to put the things on that Island where they're being hidden underneath. And she stops, turns around and puts everything back on the counter to make the food. To me, she knew. I feel like she knew. I I think she knew of the past. Like, again, I don't think she knew about this particular situation mm -hmm. because it seemed like, why is she a bargaining chip, um, Clara bargaining chip right now mm -hmm. for her being able to go see her sons and why is it a bargaining chip right now? So I think the fear comes from the fact that she knows that her husband does some crazy stuff. Right. And maybe that's where the fear comes from. 
but I don't think she knew that he was involved with Clara. So when you see Clara in front of the house and it's like, oh, he's doing it again. I, I, I get, I get where you're you know? saying, like it's happening again. And she did mention about uh, telling him also, and you will not uh, make the boys come home. Like they will not come back here. So obviously something went on in that household to where the boys don't even want to come back home. She doesn't want him there. She she doesn't feel safe. Something's not safe in the house. The, the husband's a psycho. Uh, the house looks like a mausoleum. It's like nothing's been touched. It's everything's it goes his way. But she is responsible when she brought that little girl back in that house. Um, but so what ends so up happening? Like, go ahead. With with her in the kitchen preparing breakfast and whatnot, mm-hmm. and how she's about to set everything on the island, right? And changes her mind. To me, that was just like this is disgust that this is yes, happening again. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, I get that. I could see that. I just thought what I thought at the time was she's disgusted because she knows I'm looking at that. She knows, but I can see where you're coming from as far as it's happening again, you know, and, and she's protecting him. And like she told him, I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for me and my boys, you know, um, that's why she was like, I'm not going to say anything about anything. So she's, um, he's sitting at the table. He's having some food. She's like, I'm going outside to go gardening. She opens up the door and she just stands there, which is really weird. Cause I'm like, what, is she going to kill him? Is she going to come back and kill him? No, the freaking ATF, the police, all of them are there at the house. And you see them going through the basement. Like they're looking at everything. And, um, and you know, what I was surprised Paula lived. I wasn't expecting to see that because I wasn't uh, expecting it. Either. I was not expecting to see her. I was her. like, there's no way this woman is still alive after all of this. <laughs> And for what? <laughs> well, you for know, what? Um, what'd you think about the ending? They, they find they did escape. The little girl, uh, Clara was, um, they did a video chat at the end and you see Paula on the roof. You see her video chatting with Clara and Clara's with her grandmother. She's back in Germany. Um, you see Paula pregnant. What'd you think about that when you, when you saw that they survived? You know, I'm... I was first, again, just really surprised that she survived, but also just really happy that Paula didn't end up taking in Clara. Like, I'm glad she had family or someone to go to. Yes. But then back to what you said, if she was born in this basement, (laughs) this is a, she's going to live with someone that essentially she's never, ever met before. So um, I didn't even think about that till just today right but um you know it was a good ending yes you know I was I was was glad that um I don't know why I couldn't even I couldn't tell you why but I was just like thank god they didn't take her in you know um I was well because so guys what ended up happening is Clara was I believe her name was Ingrid okay I may be wrong the woman that was the young girl that was kidnapped when she was 12 that was her daughter. That was Ingrid's daughter. That was Clara's mom. Okay. And so they had been down in that basement for years. And he finally, uh, Eduardo killed um, um, Ingrid. That's what, you know, because they found, I I think they found her body or something. I'm not sure, but we do know that that is her mother. And she'd been down there with her mother all those years. And so she was returned back to her grandmother. She looks great. She's talking. Uh, Paula's pregnant now. She finally, finally got pregnant, and it 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 was a happy ending. It was really good. I mean, 
I like the film. I wasn't expecting the twist. I thought it was a good twist. Um, I would definitely recommend the film. Kelly, last thoughts on this film? <laughs> I wouldn't go so far as to recommend okay. it. Okay. But, but if you are thinking about watching it or on the fence about watching it, just go ahead and like go ahead and do it. Right. Right. So guys, listen. It's one of those. If you watch it, it is called The Chalk Line. It is on Netflix. Um, check it out. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, reach out to me at rossytalks at gmail.com um, or uh, reach out to me on uh, at movieloversunite um, at gmail.com and let me know what you think about the film. Guys, if you have a film that you would love for me to review, um, email me and I'll take a look at it. I will do that for you as well as Movie Lovers Unite. Um, Kelly, shout outs. Shout outs, shout outs, whatever. Shout outs. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> always the pressure. No, but um, if you guys do like anime, you know, check out my my other page. Like I could be found Kelly Olivia on everything. Um, but my anime page is going to be anime flex with two X's underscore. Um, yeah, check me out. Absolutely. You will find all of Kelly's links in the video. As soon as the video is put up, it'll be in the description. Uh, go and follow her, follow her journey as an actress. Um, and also, like I said, Kelly loves anime. So definitely, and I know a lot of you guys are into anime, so you would love what she's doing on Anime Flex uh, uh, Facebook page and um, Instagram and also on uh, TikTok. Right. OK. All right. More well, guys, thank you so much. Uh, Kelly, when we're done, don't leave. Don't leave. Uh, stay stay in the backstage. Guys, I really appreciate it. So what's happening now is that when I'm done here, I'm going to shoot another show. And this 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 short film is a very special short film, guys. This is really good. This is um, a documentary uh, to life type of film. And um, it was directed uh, by Sabina uh, uh, by Russia. And uh, Sabina will be coming on the show on uh, the 25th of September. And she's going to do an interview here. Her film is an Oscar qualifying film. She's won a lot of awards for this film as well as many other films. So uh, we're getting ready to, uh, I'm getting ready to do the review at seven o'clock for uh, Savak Mitzvah. Okay. A good deed. So uh, hang around and check me out and uh, check out this short uh, documentary. So um, I will see you guys next time.